It's Keith. So it's May 2022, and there's an election coming up in California. And my primary residence at this point is in Los Angeles. Um, I hesitate a bit to say that since I still have an address in Berlin and my voter registration is still in New York City state because that's where my driver's license was last assigned and I just haven't switched all over because it's a big hassle and I just think it's weird that we tie our voter registration with driving at the DM Department of Motor Vehicles like why do we do that you know it's like so arbitrary like driving and voting are not <laughs> they don't go hand in hand you know um driving is kind of a privilege voting is kind of a right you know and it's kind of like how with like bailout stuff bailout stuff like um health well let's see healthcare is tied to employment that doesn't make any sense those things are not really related um stimulus checks are tied with tax returns those aren't related i mean people that need the stimulus checks the most don't even file taxes often uh people that need health care the most aren't even gainfully employed full-time you know like it's a little strange that voting is tied to driving records and stuff so anyways i haven't fully um moved i suppose to la and in fact i'm even leaving now uh, for the summer back to berlin but there is this election coming up and i care about local politics a lot um, i really feel tied to my community in los angeles in silver lake echo park area and to the city as a whole and southern california as a whole and california in general um so i want to like go through this today um some friends ask me like keith do you have any you know opinions or advice on who to vote for and it's hard like i don't really because it's hard to learn about all the candidates and who's running and what everything entails you know like we see all these ads for people like on our doorknobs and placards on lawns and stuff and i don't really know how to make sense of this and i look at these and it's like let's bring more let's bring progressive politics into the state assembly it's like we're in california everything here is dominated by liberals like bring progressive politics what does that even mean like it's not i don't know like i'm just going to declare my biases here like i care about local issues specifically homelessness because it's terrible and nothing seems to be getting any better and everything is run by democrats and i've been a lifelong a uh, left-leaning person who's always voted Democrat or Green Party. But I want to take this quiz today on isidewith.com to see maybe if I've changed, you know, maybe I've become more conservative. I mean, on this issue of homelessness, I don't know if I would have what is described as a conservative approach. I would describe it as more of a progressive approach to treat it with drug rehabilitation and legalization and to treat mental health with even like institutionalization. I don't think those are conservative policies. I'm not advocating for jail and stuff. But every like liberal Democrat person I see running is just talking about like ending the sweeps of parks that clear out homeless tents. Like that's not helpful to just let people make tent cities. Like how is that good? And that's like the failure of liberals. So that's kind of my thesis right now going into this. And I just want to see if this test helps me decide who I should vote for, if I am able to register in time to vote in my next local election. But I'm not gonna make this too local, not just for Angelinos. Like I'm gonna try and speak to my Northern California brethren as well, and maybe a more generally speaking about 
how we're all living these days. You know, like this is starting, for instance, with an education issue about critical race theory. So I think this will be broad, even though this is described as a California midterm election voter guide. So let's get into it. I'm going to take this um, voter guide quiz now and uh, let's see what happens. Starting with education. Should critical race theory be taught in K through 12 education? Absolutely not. I am really against critical race theory. I've done a whole podcast on this. I think this is a terrible ruse. I think everyone involved in critical theory in general, but in particular with race, is a grifter and a con artist. And I think this is absolutely terrible for moving forward as a people that should aim to care less and less about race, not more and more. And this is a big deal to me. So I'm going to say this is very, like, this is more even most important. Not more. Not most. Uh, I care about homelessness more than this, for instance. But let's see what they say here. Um, should it be taught? Yes, not until they're teenagers. Yes, also add intersectionality and the 1619 project to the curriculum. So that's the hard left, progressive far left thing, and I absolutely disagree with it. Yes, we cannot end racism until we acknowledge that our institutions, law, and history are inherently racist. Okay, but like... That's what you want to teach everyone? You want to teach kindergartners that? A kindergartner does not need to know that. A kindergartner needs to know that they should treat each other fairly and equally, regardless of what they look like. That is what you teach kindergartners. Not that we are living in an inherently racist, disadvantaged system for black kids. Like, that is such bullshit. And there's... Okay, so no kids should be raised to be racially colorblind instead of being taught they're inherently racist or disadvantaged. I basically will agree with that. And that is like the Republican stance, which is insane to me that Republicans are the ones saying that. But, uh, and Democrats are like the racist ones now. Okay, do you support increasing taxes for the rich in order to reduce interest rates for student loans? Uh, yeah, I do. I support raise, increasing taxes on the rich. I'll leave it there. Should the federal government pay for tuition at four-year colleges and universities? Uh... I would say yes, but I'm like not quite sure right now. It's like getting harder and harder for me to believe in university education. Uh, I think that governments should pay for trade schools. I think governments should, um, you know, reduce the for-profit model of higher tier education systems because it's become this kind of pandering to consumers, you know, like students as consumers. Like that's not cool. That's not good. It's like worsening education. So federal government should step in some way. Sure. What are some other stances? Uh, only partial, provide low interest rates, provide more scholarship opportunities for low-income students. Uh, all those are pretty good. I mean, I don't care so much about this um, somehow, even though I do think college is exorbitantly overpriced, especially for what it is nowadays. Um, lower interest rates, for sure. Absolutely. Um, more scholarship opportunities, I mean... I guess. I'm just going to say provide lower interest rates. Um, I don't know if the federal government needs to cover all the costs of every university. I mean, that's a big bill. Even though I know it happens in parts of Europe, for sure, and it's great. But um, I don't know if America is able to make that happen. Um, and I don't know if I need to see that happen. But I do want some debt forgiveness, and it's insane that people are crippled by debt. I'm one of them. Should the federal government fund universal preschool? I don't know about this topic. I, you know, preschool is a hard thing for me to think about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I, I wish there was an I don't know possible like answer here. You know, um, 
I don't think that all education should be privatized. I don't think that voucher systems should be leaned on. Um, I don't think that, I mean, yes, parents should have the option to send their child to private school or not send to preschool at all. Um, funding should come from states instead of federal government. Maybe that one, states. Yeah, I think I, I, I'd let that be a state issue. Do you support charter schools? Um, you know what, I'm a little bored of these education questions. I'm gonna like move on a bit. Um, I guess I just have two more here. Um, charter schools are a big topic. I've watched a lot of documentaries on this. I just don't feel like getting into it right now. Um, and I don't think this is a major issue in my local politics right now. It's like, I don't have ch children of my own. I kind of support parents exploring what's best. I know there's, I know it's a crunch to get good education, which is a problem, but um, I don't know if these really fully address it. Um, I'll say yes, but only if they're nonprofit. Should the government decriminalize school truancy? I don't know. Again, um, I'm going to say this question is no longer relevant and should be removed. I don't care about this stuff. Okay, housing. Here we go. Housing issues. Should homeless individuals that have refused available shelter or housing be allowed to sleep or camp on public property? No! They shouldn't be allowed to do that, especially when there is available shelter and housing. And this really offends me that this is considered, like, controversial. Like, it's not compassionate to give our city streets to homeless encampments. It's not compassionate to let people overdose and, you know, act out of their minds in public spaces and that we all have to just accept it and walk around them and fear for our lives sometimes. It's pathetic. I hate it. And it's insane to me that liberals think that this is good and that somehow what I'm saying is construed as a conservative point. Like, there are available shelters and housing, for sure. There's so much space in America. Like, you don't have to live in downtown LA. You know, like, I hate that we're supporting this, like, disgusting situation. It's not good for people in these encampments. It's, like, awful. You know, like, there's rampant crime within these. There's plenty of, like, abuse and, you know, molestation as well as, like, physical harm and, uh, you know, drug overdosing. It's just, like, disgusting to me. I would even make it criminal, quite frankly. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying they should go to jail at all, so I'm just going to leave it at no, and this is most important to me. It should not be allowed. It's disgusting that we allow these tent cities to prop up in our neighborhoods. That's the only housing issue, really? Like, that's all you're going to ask me? Like, come on. This is the number one issue in LA, and that's the only question about it. Uh, it's really pathetic. It's really, really pathetic that, like, I've gotten, like, flyers from, like, seven politicians running. And homelessness is, like, the number one thing that they all talk about. Because it is easily the number one problem in L.A. And they all just say these empty platitudes of, like, bringing compassion and, you know, some sort of, like, uh, you know, ending police sweeping and, like, defund police attitudes. Like, this is so stupid and unproductive. I can't believe there's no one talking sense on this topic. And if there was a Republican doing it, I would vote for them, to be honest with you. Like, L.A. is such a progressive place. Like, we don't need more progressives. Like, it's insane that, like, there's just no balance here. There's no balance. And it's failing. It's not like this is, like, some, like, dream scenario. This is a hellscape in certain parts of the city. And it's not cool. It's just not cool. So why aren't you asking me questions, guys, about, like, what 
what should the police be allowed to do? What's in their purview? Like, what can social workers do? How do we fund social workers? Like, who do you call when you see a crazy homeless person shouting at your neighbor and, like, waving a knife? You know, like, what the hell? Like, this is all real stuff that we have to deal with and we're not dealing with it. And all you're going to ask me is if we should criminalize tents? Man. All right. Well, this is a disappointing quiz, but I guess I'll go on. Immigration. How is this the, this is a, literally the California midterm quiz, guys. This is ridiculous. Uh, all right. Should illegal, should illegal immigrants have access to government subsidized healthcare? This is not the issue. Who cares? I mean, yes, if they pay taxes is what I'll say, but it's like, this is not what bothers everybody on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Like, I just, uh, this is less important to me. Should the U.S. build a wall along the border? I don't care about Latin Americans coming into Southern California. Like, it's fine. You know, there's plenty of work. There's plenty of opportunity. Um, there is housing, you know, like the nice parts of Los Angeles are not the only place to live. You know what I mean? Like, no, we shouldn't build a wall. What a waste of money that is. Should undocumented immigrants be offered in-state tuition rates? Again, like, whatever. Like, if I see, you know, a Mexican-American in my neighborhood, which I do all the time, and I'm, like, I hire and I'm friends with some, it's like, I don't know if you're documented or not. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not an issue to me, like, how they're resolving their citizenship status and their, like, voting status. Like, I deal with that in Germany. I'm trying to, like, get my like lifelong visa there like if i can ac access like government funding like is that really the pressing concern here like this just does not affect anyone on a daily basis except for those in that position of being undocumented for instance and it's like yeah i, I want to stand up for them in some way and on the other hand like most legal immigrants i think they should do it legally and be documented you know i mean this is tricky, but it's like just not what I'm caring about right now. Um, again, I'll say as long as they pay taxes, they should be offered it. Not um, And it gives me the option to show more immigration questions, but it doesn't give me the option to show more housing questions, which is like, that's so stupid. Like, I can't get over how daft this quiz is that there's literally one question about housing and it's easily the number one problem in California. <laughs> Uh, and I guess water. I guess we'll get there. Okay, let's get to environmental stuff. Should the government increase environmental regulations to prevent climate change? <sighs> sure. I mean, what does it? What does that mean? Um, it's like yes, provide more incentives for alternative energy production. No, tax carbon emissions instead. No, and global warming is a natural occurrence. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Like, global warming is a problem that we should address. I don't really know how to address it. I mean. Alternative energy incentives sounds good, so I guess I'll tick that. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't worry about global warming. I, I recognize it as a thing, and it's too bad that like certain island nations will vanish and that certain places like Miami might flood and all this. Like That's real, and crazy weather is happening more and more. But it's like, what do you want to do about that? I mean, the most the best thing to do is to industrialize india 
quickly. And then China and India, the number one and two populated polluting places, will become cleaner by virtue of having more prosperity and wealth. You know, like that's just how it works. And then it'll happen in Nigeria. Like Nigeria, as it industrializes, will pollute a lot and contribute to global warming. America getting off fossil fuels will help a bit, sure. Um, nuclear would be good. But like, I just don't understand the sky is falling attitude about global warming. I mean, what do you want people to do? You know, just live in like guilt and fear all the time. I mean, it's just, it, it's, I'm not saying it just has to be that way. I do want to, I don't, I just don't know what we should be doing technically. Getting off coal would be a good, great start, you know, but that would involve nuclear energy plants. Um, battery cars, you know, getting off oil. I support that for sure. So I guess just more incentives for alternative energy production. That's my answer. Should the U.S. withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement? I don't really care about this. I mean, this is like a big politicized thing that I don't really know what the Paris Climate Agreement says. I know it's more complicated than people think. So it's like there's some reasons that they did withdraw. It's not just because Trump is an asshole, you know. Um, but like as a California voter, it just I'm not caring about the Paris Climate Agreement. I'm caring about walking around my streets with my friends and fearing for the safety of ourselves because there are schizophrenic, drug-addled, unhinged people roaming aimlessly with no accountability. That's what is the concern here, not the Paris Climate Agreement. I'm saying this question is no longer relevant and should be removed. I mean, isn't that done? Okay, next. Should disposable products such as plastic cups, plates, and cutlery that contain less than 50% biodegradable material be banned? Do you know how much pollution and trash and disgust there is in LA because of homeless people? And you're worried about, like, middle-class people buying, buying plastic cups? Come on. Like, the straw thing, like, paper straws suck. Plastic straws okay, you kill a turtle and suddenly you get everyone to turn on plastic straws. Like, this is so stupid. Like, I think people just freak out so much about pollution needlessly. Yeah, pollution's bad. Like, we should be using less, wasting less. I definitely, I don't even take my trash bin out every week. I have neighbors that have two bins that take it out constantly. Like, I don't even fill my bin every week. Like, make less waste, you know? But like, Plastic is a very pragmatic and uh, flexible and, you know, general product to use for a lot of things as its uses. Like, you want to, because it doesn't biodegrade, you want to ban it. I mean, nuclear waste doesn't biodegrade, but it's incredibly, incredibly productive to use nuclear fuel. And it saves us from digging up oil and coal. You know, like, just because it makes waste, it's bad. Like, I don't think people understand how much space there is on the planet and how much land there is to, f like, landfill with trash. Like, it's not a big deal to have a big dump <laughs> in the middle of nowhere that you fill with trash. And if it doesn't biodegrade, so be it. Like, whatever. You know, like, you're worried about your house because it's not biodegrading. Like, that's so stupid. Like, trash exists move on, like, make less trash, yes, but, like, this is just not what we should be worrying about politically, and I, I think people just become so 
morally self-righteous to care about this. Like, I care about the environment and our planet, Mother Earth. Like, Mother Earth will be fine. Mother Earth will be fine. Humans will die off one day. But it's like, let's not twiddle our thumbs about worrying about how what percentage of this is biodegradable. Like, we have such, we have way bigger issues than this. This is not relevant to me. Domestic policy. Should there be a should there be more restrictions on the current processing of purchasing a gun? Okay, so I don't really know what the current process of purchasing a gun is, but I've heard of loopholes at trade shows, and I've heard of background checks not being enforced. I mean, it should be harder to buy a gun than it is to buy a pizza. You know, it should be more akin to buying a car. So yeah, like there should be some some hoops in place to jump through in order to buy such a tool weapon deadly weapon you know i mean i'm not afraid of guns the same way like yes if i see a gun i'm a little on edge because they can kill me but the vast vast majority of gun users are responsible and the gun shootings that we see in you know the news are insane people that are mentally disturbed that need mental health and health care again that's what we should be caring about mental health and like mental health that's the only thing i really care about at this point like these questions are just so inappropriate like you know guns i feel like with drugs like let people have their guns and do their drugs the vast majority are responsible and doing it the way that like they're meant to be done that people like some people are irresponsible but the vast vast majority of gun deaths are gang violence with handguns it's like this whole assault stuff it's like if you care about gun deaths care about inner city crime <laughs> that's like the majority of gun deaths um should there be restrictions i don't know um i guess require background i don't know i mean only for criminals the mentally ill maybe um it's this is just not very important to me as a question like when you see school shootings and stuff in the news which just happened everyone like gets worried about guns worry about mental health and the reason that people decide to do that you know like if they don't have a gun they're gonna like do anything else yes it's not gonna kill as many people but the number of people like 18 deaths 19 deaths of kids like 20 kids die every day for all sorts of reasons, you know? Like, we're not up in arms about it. We just, like, sensationalize, like, a story. It's like, if you care about kids dying, like, <laughs> cure leukemia, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> deal with nut allergies. Like, there are so many things that kill kids, and you're, like, freaking out about assault rifles or semi-automatic weapons. I mean, yeah, those are scary, and I'm happy to do something about it. But it's like... I wouldn't want to burn my political will, goodwill with other people on the other side of the aisle, so to speak, over this issue. Like, it's just people don't know the facts. Like, the sensationalist news stories of 20 kids dying in a school shooting, that's like 1% of, of gun deaths a year. You know, it's like 1%. So, like, you're really telling me that that's what you're going to resolve? Should teachers be allowed to carry guns at school? I don't know. I don't really care. I mean... It would probably act, it would probably increase the risk of school shooting accidental shootings. Hiring professionally trained security guards instead sounds good, but also like a police state. I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know, and I don't care. Like, I'm not going to vote for a candidate that makes this a major thing on the platform, and I'm just going to say that this is no longer relevant to me. Should victims of gun violence be allowed to sue firearms dealers? Oh, my God. We should be allowed to sue our government for not providing health care. That's what, like, that's the problem. What, where's health? Can we just skip to, <laughs> can we just skip to health? Uh, God. All right, economic issues really fast. Should employers be required to pay men and women the same? This is a stupid question. Uh, that's already the case. Like, this whole thing is stupid. I hate how, like, all these topics are just such big political points that I, I just think these are all distractions. Like, our country is not suffering from pay inequality between men and women. It's just fundamentally not a problem in Western world. Um, this wage gap thing is a myth. You know, it's the vast, re, the vast uh, discrepancy here is the women leaving the workforce to have babies. That is why all women get paid less than all men. When you take out pregnant women and moms, women make more money than men. Like, why are we worrying about this? Um, I'm going to say the current requirements in the Equal Pay Act of 63 are already sufficient. Should the U.S. raise taxes on the rich? Yes. I do think so for sure. Like billionaires should be funding huge infrastructure projects. And that's, that's like, just like tax it. Like, why are we not taxing that way more? Should the government raise the middle federal minimum wage? That's trickier. Um, I think inflation is bad. I think there are like, I mean, minimum wage jobs are not for head of household earners. Like, Minimum wage jobs are for kids and like, you know, just low, like you're not supposed to raise a family with a minimum wage job. You're supposed to get a promotion and be like, prove yourself and your capabilities and work yourself up in the world. You know, like raising the minimum wage is cool. Sure. Like definitely like at Amazon and stuff. Like I want, like I want lower skilled workers to be able to afford their solitary lives for sure. But federally raising the minimum wage is more of a talking point than a substantial benefit. You know, it, it comes with these incurred costs, these hidden costs. So, I mean, a living wage, yeah, it sounds good. I mean, I guess I want it to be a living wage. Um, but what's, what does that mean, like, a living wage? What does that mean? Like, how much do you need? What qualifies as a living wage? You know, like, how much rent? is necessary to pay for like people talk about like oh my gosh the average housing price in LA versus the low minimum wage like yeah the average housing price is high because there are mansions you know what I mean like you their rent can be really really damn high in a place like LA does that mean the minimum wage has to go up like you're not meant to afford a mansion as a 20 year old McDonald's worker like it's just way more complicated than this I'm a little more libertarian on this regard. Um, but it should be raised with inflation for sure. All right. Um, let's move on to criminal issues. Um, should funding for local police departments be redirected to social and community-based programs? The defund the police question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't understand enough the inner workings of a, the budget of a local, uh, you know, 
bureaucracy and a federal, like this is such complicated stuff. I do for sure know that the police are tasked with too much responsibility than they can handle. They're stretched very thin. They're expected to do a lot of stuff and they don't need to do all that stuff. They're not trained social workers. They're not trained well enough at all for a lot of stuff. Should they be defunded for that? In some cases, probably, and in other cases, probably not. You know, I mean, the New York's, the New York Police Department has a huge, gargantuan task. You know, the Chicago PD, like, that's the most dangerous part of America, you know? South side, inner city, Chicago. Like, that's where the gang violence is the worst right now. Like, you want to take money away from those police? That's insane. Versus, like, a small town in, like, Boise, Idaho? Like, yeah, defund those police. You know what I mean? Like, this is such a nuanced, complex thing. Here in LA, I do not want the police defunded. No. Do I want the, the police to be responsible for every homeless person? Well, at least somebody should be. At least somebody should be. Do I want a social worker in charge instead? I mean, I don't even see police dealing with hopelessness. So it's like, I would rather fund them more in order to like at least tell homeless people to move on or say, hey, you know, there is that shelter open now. Like you don't have to arrest them. You don't have to like take guns out just because you're a cop. Like if you're wearing a uniform, it means basically that you have some authority, you have some strength, you know what you're doing, you can be, you know, taken seriously by a crazy person and you have the ability to handcuff them if necessary or tase them if necessary. Like those are all good things. Drawing a gun and shooting them is bad, obviously, but that happens so rarely. People think that that's just like happening all the time. That's not happening all the time. Every time it happens, we hear about it. We don't hear about it every day. We hear about it like a couple times a year. I'd rather make sure that someone is dealing with the real risks in our streets than to like just bloviate about how all police are racist, all cops are bad, whatever. Like, it's just stupid. Like, social programs and community-based programs need funding. Yes. Should that money come from the police department? Not necessarily, but sometimes yes. It's like, a, in my situation, no. So I'm going to say no. Um, I would say this. No, there's, this is a good one. Increase funding and training for police departments in higher crime rate communities. That's so obvious. It's like, there's nothing, that should not be a controversial statement. Where there's higher crime, you should train police better and provide more for them. That benefits everyone. It's not racist to say that. It's just like helpful to everyone in that community. Ugh. Should police departments be allowed to use military-grade equipment? Oh, man. I mean, what's military-grade I don't know. What does that mean? Tanks? No. Bazookas? No. Missile launchers? No. I mean, SWAT teams exist for a reason. There are, like, dangerous situations that police are in. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not... Why are you asking me this question? You know what I mean? Like, protect me and my community. What do you... What What is the right way to do that? I mean, I guess I would have to hear what commissioners say and what they're running on and we're just not given that information for some reason you know what i mean we're just like trying to determine if more people are blue or red and like it's just these really banal extreme positions like 
you know, you're either a Republican who thinks that the police should be a militia, like a military unit to do everything, or you you're blue and you believe that police should do nothing and just like draw with crayons or something. Like this is so stupid. I don't know what if they should be allowed to use military grade equipment. Obviously, it sounds bad and scary, but I it it probably isn't. You know, it's probably just alarmist sounding. Um, you know, like watching Portland burn and City Hall burn last night, like in 2020. It's like. The police should probably be able to counter that with, without like putting their life at risk. So like if that meant using something called military grade, like an extreme situation like that, then I would probably be fine with it. So maybe in re response to extreme situations, yes. Or maybe like, how about this? Yes, but with strict training on how and when to use the equipment. I would rather say that than the next one, no, and abolish the police. Like that is such a stupid, naive, you know, upper middle class uh, sheltered thing to say abolish the police like have you never been to a high crime place it's like insane to say that should convicted criminals have the right to vote yeah they should i mean just because like you commit a crime like even if it's hate but especially like a low level crime but like if you even commit a heinous crime of like raping and murdering someone like what you're not allowed to have an opinion like i have on these topics like what, you're going to vote to abolish the police because you want to be able to rape and murder? Like, what about committing a crime strips you of your human rights, you know? Like, I don't get that. Um, they should have the right to vote. I believe every citizen has the right to vote. Yeah. Let's do more criminal questions. These are kind of fun. Do you support qualified immunity for police officers? I mean, these. this is a buzzword. It's like... Police, again, are tasked with very difficult jobs, and sometimes they have to use judgment. Sometimes that judgment is bad, which is where better training comes in, and I don't know why we haven't been asked that question. Um, qualified immunity, immunity makes sense, but it's also abused. I don't really know. You know, I don't really know. Um, I'm going to say yes and provide more training and education for police officers. Because that's the only place that that's mentioned. I mean, ugh. should nonviolent prisoners be released from jail in order to reduce overcrowding? <laughs> overcrowding. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, dr like people that are arrested for selling a dime bag of cannabis should not be in jail next to violent thugs who are in for like armed robbery and assault. You know what I mean? Like. Our prisons are overcrowded for these stupid mandatory minimum sentencing laws that put, like, drug dealers behind bars. And it's stupid. It's a stupid thing. And the drug war. End the drug war. Where is that question on here? Um, yeah, I mean... Yes, but they must perform community service on a daily basis. I kind of like that. But again, some of these criminals that I'm imagining aren't even criminals to me. So even that is a lot. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to say yes. I don't know. This is not that important to me. Should prisons ban the use of solitary confinement for juveniles? Oh, man. Yes. Should drug traffickers receive the death penalty? No. Are you crazy? <laughs> uh, 
should drug traffickers receive the death penalty? God damn. That's a crazy question. I can't believe people would believe that. Do you support mandatory minimum prison sentences for people charged with drug possession? Absolutely not. At all. Um, that's a very important thing to me. This the last one was more important to me, too. I mean, this is insane. Do you support limiting police unions' collective bargaining power for cases involving misconduct? Yeah, police are workers, guys. Workers unionize. Like, the left is so, like, into unions, except for the police. Like, it's like teachers. Like, there are bad teachers. You know, there are unions. Like, I don't really care about this. Like... All unions get corrupt. Like it's a it's a it's a body of it's a body seek that seeks power in a power relationship, like with a with a, a boss or a you know um, a negotiating uh, adversary. I don't care about this enough. Like it, this is I would have to look at this case by case. There are probably some. Uh, unions that have too much power. There are probably some police unions in certain states or cities that have too much power. There are some that probably don't have enough power. You know, like, this is not something I can really weigh in on in general. I'm going to say this is not relevant. Um, two more criminal questions. Should police officers be required to wear body cameras? Yeah, I think that's great. Should the government hire private companies to run prisons? Oh. Uh, God. I kind of wish I wasn't doing this question. I'm going to say, which one of these elaborating question answers? Um, no, private prisons will sacrifice the quality of care and rehabilitation service for profit. I mean, why do we think government can build nicer prisons in private? You know, people are so funny. Like, the government isn't, like, the best way to do everything it's the best way to do some things like um standardize measurements and you know standardize like uh outlets and plugs and road lengths and or widths and stuff like the government should do a lot of things like that is the government the best institution to build infrastructure i mean they usually hire out contractors for that stuff you know i mean a private prison what does that mean? It's for profit, but more prisoners get in there? That's terrible. Does it mean that, like, a company is just focusing on that and, like, considering the cost-benefit analysis of food bulk orders? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, it sounds bad for, to my, like, leftist upbringing, but it's not necessarily bad. I mean, but who cares? Like, this is not relevant to anyone. Like, who's built the prison and da-da-da. Like, what matters is, like, why are we putting people in prison? The drug war. Should we end the drug war? Yes. The end. You know what I mean? Um, I don't care about this question. All right. Getting a little burnt out on this quiz already. How, how many minutes am I into this? 39 minutes. All right, let's keep going. Um, science. Should the government require children to be vaccinated for preventable diseases? Yeah, preventable diseases, not COVID. Mumps, rubella, measles, yeah, vaccinate children for that. They've been proven to work. There's no side effects like that I trust. Do you support the use of nuclear energy? Yes. 
Should producers be required to label? I just, I guess I should say more about that. Nuclear energy is the most efficient, cleanest energy we have to get off of fossil fuels like coal and oil. Bar none. Easily right now, it's the best thing we have. Does it produce a lot of nuclear waste? Yes. Does it risk something like Fukushima or... Uh, uh, why am I blanking on one of the best TV series of all time? Um, help me out, guys. In Ukraine, uh, that nuclear power plant. Uh, wow, what a brain lapse. Anyways, yeah, I support nuclear energy. Should producers be required to label genetically engineered foods? Like a banana? Do you, like, every food we eat is genetically engineered and modified. Like, what are you talking about? Every apple you bite into is genetically modified. We're breeding them like that. Like, I don't know if I care about that. Like, if I buy a bag of, like, Doritos, I kind of suspect that the Cool Ranch flavor is genetically... <laughs> is is engineered you know what i mean like i do you do need to have a big sticker on it saying gmo inside like i don't care no actually i don't think it needs this like people are so like this is another buzzword like gmos are so bad everything everything you consume is is constructed in some way you know like nothing is pure natural nothing I mean, I guess growing a tomato in your backyard is, but like ending, like getting rid of pesticides would be good. Making sure we don't have like salmonella outbreaks in spinach would be great. GMOs, you think you're going to turn into a mutant? You think you're going to like die at like 20 years early because you like ate a potato that was GMO? Like this is a public freak out for, I, I think this is silly. Um... I'm going to say, this This is a nice one. Regardless, producers should not be allowed to patent foods. Absolutely. Monsanto should not be allowed to be doing that to, like, individual farmers. I like that one. Um, should the government fund space travel? I, I don't know. It's fine. It's obviously we could use that money here on Earth. Um, it's also cool, you know. Like, NASA did great things in the 60s, 70s. Like, it does create a lot of uh you know innovation like it's cool either way with me i mean should elon musk be allowed to do it on his own is it just privatized i mean i don't know i don't know i mean i don't really care i don't think about this every day i think space is super cool i love neil degrasse tyson and watching those kind of like documentaries and stuff um if he supports this i guess i do too could we use that here to like build way faster internet free internet for everyone like yeah i'd prefer that <laughs> i prefer like um, like ex excellent wi-fi even when i walk out of my house that i don't pay for every month through a stupid telecom company i would prefer that over space travel okay if you made me choose between things yeah i'd rather like distribute food to everybody better but space travel is cool so i you know this is like you can't ask me this question in a vacuum you know what i mean um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say this question is no longer relevant. Healthcare. Here we go. Do you support the legalization of marijuana? Yes, it's a plant. God damn it. Do you support the, the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Obamacare? Yes, I actually am on it. Uh, 
Should the government require employees of large businesses to be vaccinated from COVID? No. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that further. Should the federal government increase funding of health care for low-income individuals, Medicaid? Yeah, definitely. This is like, health care is such an embarrassment in the, like, in the U.S. Like, let's put all of our resources to, like, sorting this out. Should the government fund the World Health Organization? This I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, if it's shown to be ineffective, I'm happy to not do that. If it's, you know, I'd, I'd rather fund national and local programs for sure. I guess I'll say that. It's not that I don't care about health around the world, but definitely in America, being as rich as it is, it's an embarrassment that so many people suffer for lack of health care and go bankrupt because of medical bills. Should people be required to work in order to receive Medicaid? No, I, I don't I don't agree with that. Like work has nothing to do with medicine and your medical your health needs. Do you support single payer healthcare system? You know, I don't even know what single payer really means if I'm honest, but I I think it's like synonymous with universal healthcare, which I definitely support. So yes. Um yeah, the elaborations on this. Yes, the system guarantees healthcare for everyone. Definitely. Should there be more or less privatization of veterans' healthcare? Veterans' healthcare? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, what's the controversy here? Privatization? Uh, this is not relevant to me. I mean, veterans can fight their own battles. I, I will support what sounds reasonable when someone makes an argument, but that question kind of strikes me odd. Should the government regulate the prices of life-saving drugs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The market for medicine should be regulated. Absolutely. Should cities open drug safe havens where people who are addicted to illegal drugs can use them under the supervision of medical professionals? Yes. This is a question I love. I love this question. This is like addressing my major concern, of, again, of homelessness and... You know, homelessness is just the word we use. It's not even helpful. Crazy, unpredictable people in the streets. That's what we're dealing with. Safe havens, if you want to call it that, would help because these guys are overdosing in the streets. And this is not LA. This is everywhere. This is Berlin. Like people literally shooting up heroin in my subway in Berlin. This is in New York. This is in. So this is all over the West Coast. Like this works in Rhode Island. This works in Portugal. Like, yeah. Let people do their drugs in a safer place, away from kids walking on the streets, away from people catching the bus, you know, like get needles away from my dog walking down the street, you know what I mean? Like clean up the streets, give people a safer place to go if they're addicted to drugs. Absolutely, yes, this is necessary. This is the most important question to me. Should private businesses have the right to ask customers for their vaccination status? That's tough. That really is tough. Um, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really care. Um, I don't think the government should. I don't like that cruise lines and airplanes do that. I'm about to travel and it's like a little annoying to like prove vaccination. It's more annoying to get a, another test and show that I'm... COVID is 
a common cold. It's May 2022. COVID is not an existential threat to anybody now. It's definitely not an existential threat. We're not in a pandemic anymore. We're in, we're dealing with the common cold. That's what this is now. That's going to be more and more the case the longer this ages. I'm going to, I'm willing to bet that. Uh, I don't see a reason to get another booster vaccination. Like, who, who, why bother? I don't really get it. I don't get it. But should a company, I mean, a, a private, like a bar, if it wants to, like, you know, promote itself as a very safe, conscious place where you're, you know, face to face with people, I mean, maybe there it's appropriate to ask and it's a private, like, it can do that. You know, like, I'm not going to say it can't do that. I don't know. I don't know there. Should the federal government be allowed to negotiate drug prices for Medicare? Yeah. I mean, why not? What, I, what was that? What does that mean? Oh, the free market. Yes, it should be allowed to do that. Two more. Should health insurers be allowed to deny coverage to individuals who have a pre-existing condition? No, I think this is bullshit, pre-existing condition. Yeah, I was born. I was born. I'm going to have issues. Like, I hate how health insurance works like this. Like, these, these companies are making a killing on unnecessary products, and they're like nickel and diming us like oh yeah work we can't give you this because you know you you have this pre-existing what does that mean like you smoked therefore you might die therefore we're not gonna or we're gonna charge you more money like it's a sick system they should not be allowed to deny coverage should the government increase funding for mental health research and treatment absolutely absolutely they should we need so much more mental health research and treatment. It's insane. It's insane how much more we need this. Uh, yes, our mental health care system needs more funding to provide a higher quality care of services. That's what I'm going to tick, and it's the most important. Okay, so now I do feel like my homelessness, my concerns are have been addressed in the health section and in the crime section. I guess they're both in the health. It's a health issue. Homelessness is a health issue. It's an epidemic health crisis that's what homelessness is it's not a housing issue and any politician or liberal that tells you that it's a housing issue is a developer building houses and guess what they say that a certain number of those units will be made very affordable like as if someone that's strung out on heroin and ranting in the streets can afford rent it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous what a ruse all right, let me finish this up here. I kind of want to get going, so this is going to be the end. quick a quick finalization of these last questions on this test. Foreign policy issues. I'm like I'm tempted to just skip all these cuz again, I'm trying to vote local here. Um and you know what? I am going to just skip all these foreign policy questions. I've dealt with these before on this podcast. Transportation. I will say that the government should increase spending on public transit in LA for sure. That would be great. Um there's a lot of talk about the LA subway, which we do have, and it sucks, but it sucks mainly because of, guess what? Homelessness and crazy people. Um, it goes to certain places. I mean, LA is a huge sprawling metroplex, so it's like, whatever. What I really care about, I live in a part of town that should really have a trolley, like a little like rail in the middle of Sunset Boulevard that just like goes from like downtown or maybe Dodger Stadium to 
Sunset Junction, that would be amazing. And that would just be great. And it used to exist. It used to exist. And then the car lobby destroyed it. I would love to see that come back. And I, this is one of my more important issues. Electoral issues. Um, I guess I'll answer these. Uh, should the Electoral College be abolished? Yes. Should foreigners currently residing in the U.S. have the right to vote? If they pay taxes and, like, they're basically here, like, yes. Should a photo ID be required to vote? This is funny because, like, I think I started this podcast telling you this. I have a New York State license photo ID and a passport. Neither of those are a California State-issued ID. And I can't vote in California until I have that, which is, like, a funny holdup. At the same time, it's like everyone is able to get a, a photo ID. It's not that hard. It's not like... This is not, this has nothing to do to me about voter fraud. It's just like a hoop. Like, how does a bureaucracy like voting, the voting system, figure out who is who and how, like, if they voted once? You know, like, how do they do that? Do you tie it to the photo ID? I mean, I guess that's fine. I mean, I haven't thought about this hard enough to figure out the exact best technical way to ensure that every person is gets one vote um, and that, you know, people aren't voting on dead people's behalves or voting twice, like that kind of fraud. I don't know. That, that's not really a major concern to me. I think, like, limiting people's votes is more of a concern, but, like, requiring a photo ID doesn't exactly limit people's votes. Like, almost everyone has it. Um... So I don't really care about this thing. I think this is another one of these, like, uh, partisan things that, like, Republicans and Democrats, like, get on each other's cases for. And it's like neither one has a major point to me. Um, I, I like this one. No, don't require it. And automatically register every citizen to vote when they turn 18. Problem solved. National security, I'm going to skip because I've done that before and that's not really concerning me in LA. Social issues. All right, this is it. Last three questions. Should a business be able to deny service to a customer if they request conflicts with the owner's religious beliefs? Uh, I don't really believe in religious rights. I believe in human rights. Um, businesses are tricky. Like, that's like a real, it's, it's, it's tricky. Um, I know that this is like kind of a cop-out, but I'm going to skip this question because I'm not really here to deal with that. I'm here to deal with what I've already talked about. Should the government continue to fund Planned Parenthood? Yes. What is your stance on abortion? <laughs> I just did my abortion topic. I am pro-choice. I just did my podcast on that again, my second one. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to leave it there. And then there's like local issues for my zip code. And this is so stupid. Like, come on, isidewith.com. I'm coming to you for help on this. It says, if the 2022 Los Angeles mayoral election was held today, which candidate would you vote for? I don't know. That's why I want to take an online quiz for you to tell me. Like, I don't know who Rick Caruso, Mike Foyer, Kevin De, De, De Leon, Karen Bass, Gina Viola. I don't know who these people are. Like, I need an online quiz like this to tell me who supports what I've just filled out. That's what I want. Instead, you're giving me all these names. I have no idea what to make of them. No one I know knows how to do that. There's no clear nonpartisan 
unbiased place that I found. So here's the last thing I'm going to say on this quiz before it shows my results. What is another question you would like to see? I'd like to see which candidate, <laughs> which local candidates I should vote for based on my politics. Show my results. Here we go. I hope this works without having done every question. Bear with me. Analyzing campaign finance data, analyzing speeches, debates, and bargains. This is funny. Let's see what it says. Peace and Freedom Party. My number one party, 83%, is the Peace and Freedom Party. Tender, environmentalist, collectivist, democratic, regulation, centralization. That's funny. Number two, actually same, 83%. American solidarity. Isolationism. Oh, because I skipped on the foreign policy. Democracy, protectionism, democratic, socialism, big government. <laughs> Number three, socialist. Then green, democratic, and the libertarian, 43%. Well, Republican is last at 31%. So I'm not a Republican, guys. Libertarian is pretty low, which is what I'm identifying with more and more. Maybe if I filled out the whole thing. Um... But I, I'm a libertarian because I'm an individualist. I'm not into deregulating markets. So in that regard, I'm more socialist and uh, collectivist and progressive. But I'm like not into, I, I you know what? I'm not really gonna trust this because I skipped so many things, but all right. I, you know, I don't know if this was that helpful in the end after all. Um, but it's kind of interesting to like look at these topics and see them on a on a spectrum. Like I'm kind of balanced on a lot of these. Um, interesting. All right. Well, maybe that was helpful. I got a little distracted here. Um, I'm gonna go traveling today, so I was a little unable to fully focus on this. But that's done. I kept this under an hour. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'll talk to you in the next one. Ciao.